Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Where is God at now? Why is so much changing? I need perspective. It's hard to be alone. I miss my family. I miss my friends. When will this end? What's my future look like? So many questions. Voices online everywhere. Who do I listen to? Seasons come, seasons go. But Jesus remains the same. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to City Life Online. My name is Jerome. We're kicking off a brand new series today called Seasons. It's been said that we're either exiting in one or entering a good or a bad season because seasons are always going to change. Winter, spring, summer, fall, off season for athletes and then in the season. So no matter where we're at, the seasons are different. But how do we focus into the season? We're going to talk about that in the weeks ahead. But today I was challenged that no matter what season, how do we talk about who's in control? How do I acknowledge that I've never been in control no matter what season I'm in? Now, yes, some of us, it's hard, lonely, and all these things we're feeling, and it's cloudy, and each day it seems like our emotions are high or low, and in Michigan, you know, it's snowed, and then it's sunny, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we pause all that for a second, put that on the shelf, and today is not that. Today is not how we handle our season or get some techniques, but I think today has the power to free us as we let go of all control for this season and every season. We had our twins by way of C-section. Crystal, for the first three kids, no pain meds. She's got a radical low pain tolerance, so it was supernatural that she decided, hey, I don't want pain meds. I'm going to have these through natural birthing with no medicine. She did it. It was faith and trust, Jesus Christ, divine intervention. But now, here we are, C-section. I got the gown on. We're going back. Surgery's going to happen. I'm like pep-talking myself. You got to look. You got to see. The doctor cut open her stomach. Why? I'm not even sure, but I think the reason was because I was, you know, man card. If somebody asked, To this day, nobody's ever asked whether or not I looked, but if you're wondering, I looked, and then baby A comes out, baby B comes out, I don't pass out, I almost do, but I noticed something, baby A wasn't crying as loud as baby B, and so I go back over to baby A, and I'm asking, hey, what's going on? Is he breathing good? Why is he not shouting and crying like baby B? And then they start rushing over to help, because there was some breathing complications, and the lungs weren't fully developed, and baby A, being Kingston, was taken to the NICU to get additional support, and by the grace of God, not only made it, but is running around like a ninja warrior, breathing amazing, but in that moment, friend, I was not in control. Control, by definition, means to have power over or to rule. Today, is us knowing that God is the reason of every season. He's in control. 
That's the title of this. God is the reason of every season. And we're going to go to Genesis chapter one, all the way in the beginning of the biblical story. And I pray today that we don't just read words, that we understand the Bible is alive and active. It is the blueprint. It is the oracle of heaven of who God is and how his people can align ourselves to God ways because he made us. And when we align ourselves to how God wants us to live, it is freeing. So to have power in this season, we first start with the author of the seasons and it is God. Verse one, in the beginning, God. Now, those four words are poetic in nature to captivate our attention Picture sitting in the movie theater, lights dim, we're staring at the screen, cues the intro music, the opening scene, and we read, in the beginning, God. All seasons begin with God. And it continues, what did God do? He created the heavens and the earth. God created the seasons. Now, as people, we want to be in control. We want to have a lot of questions. Hey, God, what was going on before that? Tell us all of the detail. I mean, come on. You and me, we can't solve world peace. We can't st- stop the virus when we want. We can't make sure our jobs sustain. Who are we to question God? <laughs> you know, can you pause there and with, a, with reverence to, to, to stop and say, acknowledge God put this into motion? God put everything into motion, that God is in control. You know what control is? Control is a mirage. It's walking in the desert, famished, thirsty, about to die, see off in the distance what we think to be a palace, and there's food, and we run. (laughs) Go grab that drink of water to start down and eat that food. And then we recognize we're chewing with a big mouthful of sand in our teeth, gritty. And it wasn't a palace. It wasn't water and it wasn't food. It was a mirage. The idea that you and me have ever been in control is a mirage. We've had pseudo control the whole time. Artificial, fake control. Think about this. We're on an earth, a planet that's rotating on an axis that is rotating around the sun in a galaxy in space of space that is ever expanding. Infinite. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. And then zoom back. Right here. We're small. We're tiny. We want to grab control, don't we? Even when we protest this week, right? People protested. Now, I personally did not protest, and I personally am not against those that protested, or I'm not against those that protested by protesting against the protesters. But, But what I do think is we could probably exercise a little bit better wisdom and zoom out, and maybe the most helpful thing we can do is is first acknowledge that, hey, who thought we ever had control in the first place? In this season, I've been reminded more than ever that it's not the left, and it's not the right. Democrat, not Republican. It, 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 we need some 
higher perspective. We need new King, King Jesus. We need God's perspective. And in light of that, of course, we take steps of what we can control and exercise those liberties and freedoms. But I think we would be better served by zooming out and then finding out where our help and our hope comes from and acknowledging the one who's been over every season. Ecclesiastes chapter one is very melancholy and seems like there's no hope and purpose in it. But if you, if you, if you go with me all the way to the end, I think we'll find that there's redemption and there's freedom. The, they speculate historical scholars and biblical scholars, they debate who wrote Ecclesiastes. And one of the names that gets thrown out is Solomon. And if it is Solomon, he was super rich. He knew he had, he, he partook, he was, he was indulging in everything this world had to offer. And he was the wisest of men. If he wrote this, I think this is even more fascinating, but regardless, it is, uh, it's a good dose for us this morning. Picking it up, chapter one, verse two, meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless. Everything is Meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Jobs lost, investments tanked, what we've labored for, gone in a moment. Did it matter? Jumping down, going to continue the passage out of the message translation. It goes, everything's boring, utterly boring. No one can find any meaning in it. Boring to the eye, boring to the ear. What was will be again. What happened will happen again. There's nothing new on this earth. Year after year, it's the same old thing. Does someone call out, hey, this is new. Been seeing a lot of new little posts online. Here's a new way to get rich. Here's a new way to you drop this song. Here's a new way. Hey, don't get excited. It's the same old story. Nobody remembers what happened yesterday and the things that will happen tomorrow. Nobody will remember them either. Don't count on being remembered. Don't count on being remembered. I think we all have a desire to be remembered and to know that our life is not meaningless. The Michael Jordan story is going to be launched on ESPN and for many, they're excited because it helps us remember the work of MJ and, and tell the younger generation, here's who MJ is. But come on, don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't count on being remembered. Jim Carrey, he's quoted as saying, I wish everyone could experience being rich and famous so they'd see it wasn't the answer to anything. Now the rebuttal might be, hey, Jim, that's nice, but you're rich and famous. But he knows what it's like to be broke and forgotten. I think his quote highlights Ecclesiastes. It's, it's meaningless. How do we get free from the exhausting toil, the seasons that beat us down? I think the first place, freedom begins when I admit I am not in control. I uh, follow Jim Trestle on Twitter. He's the ex-Buckeye football coach. 
some of your blood's already boiling. Let's not get too mad. It's just a little game on a little field with a little pigskin that they throw around, right? My dad's from Ohio, so the Buckeye fans are radical. I mean, I have to apologize for Buckeye fans. So basically, Buckeye fans, they convert you at birth. So being a Buckeye is a way of life. But following Jesus, you recognize got to go past the jersey, get to the people. We got more in common than against. I can learn from any person. So if you hate the Buckeyes, it's okay. Jim Trestle can still teach us something because it wasn't even him who was quoted as this. He just retweeted. And I love this because H. Jackson Brown Jr., an author, says that the tweet he shared was, when you can't change the direction of the wind, adjust your sails. I can't change the season but I can change how I'm positioned to recognize that God is the one guiding every season. God is in control through every season. Remember who God is. I mean, he showed up to Moses, Exodus 3, and he reminded Moses, hey, I'm going to send you to deliver my people from slavery. Very, very tough season. Moses is like, well, who, who, who sent me? I am who I am. God is over every season. For a scientific experiment, there's a constant or a control and then variables that you introduce and then you record the outcome and you keep changing the variables and then the data is calculated, collected. I love that picture with God being the constant or in control. And as the variables and seasons change, my emotions, job, whatever, who insert, God's in control. Ecclesiastes 3 lets us see the mystery of the v- variables, the mystery of time. There is an occasion for everything. A time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing. A time to search and a time to count as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his struggles? I have seen the task that God has given the children of Adam to keep them occupied. There is so much to keep us occupied occupied. How do we know what thing to do in what season? What is the reason? Different weeks we'll talk about wrestling and leaning in, but today, like how we enjoy this human experience, the mystery of time is embracing that God is in control through it all. There's a clip I want to show us here from Lex. I'm either pronouncing his name. I'm Lex Friedman or Friedman, and he holds an AI podcast 
uh, about artificial intelligence. And it's fun to listen to through the lens of who God is, that he's in control. And I love the way he describes the human experience. And I think it highlights what Ecclesiastes 3 is showing us. Check this clip out. Meaning, but to me, I have never experienced a moment where something is not rich of meaning. And I think David David Foster Wallace said, uh, you know, the key to life is to be unborable, meaning it's impossible to make you bored of anything you do. And I'm unborable of anything I do. I love it. My face might not express it. I got a Russian sort of sad, suffering face most of the time, but I'm actually happy on the inside. I'm like a, I'm like a kiwi. Ugly on the outside, sweet and glorious on the inside. Verse 11, he has made everything appropriate in its time. He has put eternity in their hearts. Why does it feel meaningless? Because in light of the grand scheme of things, we know in our hearts, forever is real. Eternity is real. And no one can discover the work that God has done from the beginning. In the beginning, God to end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and enjoy. Here's what we, come on, now we're getting to a place that we can get purpose for the seasons. Enjoy the good life. It is also the gift of God when anyone eats, drinks, and enjoys all his efforts. So in other words, friend, it's to enjoy God in every season. Rich, poor, old, young, a lot, dancing, laughing, God, control. So let's make a goal. Let's make a goal today. That the best goal for every season is how we can become more like Jesus. Because Jesus is in control. And in every season, there's going to be two, two constants. The variables, two constants. God and you. You could be on Mars, so you're not on Earth anymore. But God and you will still be there. Me and God, face to face, in the mirror. I can do everything possible to escape for a moment. But I'm going to be right back at that place, me and God. How will we respond in this season? By letting God have control or by jumping and taking control? To dominate every season, we give God control over every season. Ecclesiastes 12, we're about to close. This is where the book ends. And at the end of meaningless and the mystery, there's a beautiful ending. The end of the matter, verse 13, all has been heard. Fear God 
and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. What is my job description, your job description? What is our duty, our purpose being on this earth? It's to fear God and keep his commands. Reverence for God and then to know and follow his blueprint. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. Let God have control of your season. Today, like say that, like God, take control of my season. I know we're, we're so busy. We want to get our to-do list. How, what does that look? Pause. No other, no, no other action steps right now. Let God have control of the season. If you haven't heard one thing, I hope you hear this. Sometimes we don't value what God has to offer or who he is until God is all we have. Then we figure out God is all we need. Holy Spirit's working right now. God is all you need. He's in control. That's good news. We fear God. I want to show a clip of one of my favorite ministers to follow who's a Christian rap artist who thinks outside the box. I mean, Christian rap isn't even best describes this person because they can do many different genres and, and they go by script as an artist so you can look up his stuff but uh, his name is Adriel Cruz and he posted something of a song he was working on it really spoke to the fear of God and that we won't fear anything but God and I thought it was a great way to to, to show us to, to just enter into this song for a minute it's only 60 seconds to enter into this song and recognize the whole duty of us is to fear God and keep his commands. You are my safety. It's you who I trust. Lord, mold me and shape me. Take me out of this world. I will stand on your word. You won't go by what I've heard. What you read a scripture as we close over each one of us. It's out of Psalm chapter 8 verse 4 
I look up at the macro skies, the dark and enormous, your handy, your handmade sky jewelry, moon and stars mounted in their settings. Then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you even bother with us? Why take a second look our way? God didn't have to, but he wanted to. Come down and pursue you. Pursue me. Jesus. Forgiveness, mercy. In the beginning, God. Every season, his presence is present. Today, God, we give up control. We give up thinking we can. We acknowledge we can't. You're the one who can breathe and in, breath into the lung. You're the one that can control any season. And we ask for your help and your guidance personally first, God, that you would be the Lord over our seasons. And for someone watching this, if they haven't made you Lord yet, I pray that you'll just ask for forgiveness and recognize that Jesus is the only way because seasons come and go, but Jesus remains the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's gonna be king forever, and he's gonna be gathering people until he returns and he comes back for us. And we can have that new life in a moment by just saying, God, forgive me. I confess that you are Lord. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth, God, I want that new life. That can happen right here, right now, today, in Jesus' name. I want to give us a little vision as we get out of here for our day. At the end of the Bible, the very last two verses, remember the beginning and the beginning God. Well, in the end, Revelation chapter 22, verses 20 and 21, it says, he who testifies about these things, yes, I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with everyone. Amen. God is the reason of every season. Two steps you can take to really fan this flame this week. Join our team. Join a group. Click the links. Don't put it off. Do Come on. Don't do life alone. We are better together. Join the team here at City Life. If you're not on the team, like get on the team. And if you're not in a group, I pray that you'll get in a group to help us grow in the season to remember that God is over it all. Look forward to seeing you next week. All races, all faces, and all ages, you belong here. We're going to keep loving this city one life at a time. And we won't stop until he makes all things new. Have the best week of your life. We love you. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.